Thank you for joining us tonight on the second day of our retreat with a friend of Mechigoria as we prepare for the 40th anniversary of Our Lady's Apparitions. Tonight's broadcast comes to us from the April 2nd, 2013 broadcast titled, Miss the Pain, Miss the Dance. And the words a friend of Mechigoria gives to us tonight are words that help us to turn and reflect on how we are responding to Our Lady. And so this is a friend of Medjugorje, April the 2nd, 2013. There it is again. Those words. A very short sentence. Very few times does the message has an explanation point behind it. But this sentence does. As our lady's words. Be ready. The Jews used to talk about or in the past history that even when they lined up the scriptures, sacred scriptures, that if they went diagonally, that has some meaning to it. If you went the other way diagonally or parallel or, or cross signs, all the words squared up has some kind of purpose. I don't remember all the details reading that years ago, but it was pretty interesting stuff. But these messages have mysteries in them. They say and speak to us in ways that are ongoing. They won't run out of the fuel of the Holy Spirit that is to inspire us to what they say for us as individuals until the world is over. So when our lady says, be ready, it's important. What do you think a lady precedes that sentence with? How would you like to have a conversation with God the Father and tell Him as if He didn't know everything about yourself? What would that be like? Yes, you can talk to God anytime. You can't go to the mayor of the most poduck town and say, I want to meet with you, in most cases without some kind of lengthy appointment or put you off or unless you know somebody. Any mid-sized town, forget it. Any big city, forget it. But with God, you can go anytime. So what would you do if you sat down with God? You sat down with Jesus and you could talk to Him about yourself. Our Lady preceded, be ready with these words. Do not forget that you will come before the Heavenly Father and tell Him about yourself. Just as the Jews with ancient Scripture said everything had a purpose, every place of a word had purpose. Isn't it interesting that Our Lady, when she says, be ready, says that after the sentence, that this follows these words, be ready for what? What is she talking about? Let's go to 1993 with the apparition of Ivanka about Rwanda. There is no way it's impossible for us to have that apparition. And Ivanka, see, nine months before the Rwanda massacre, 
Hundreds of thousands of bodies floating down the river. That that has nothing to do with magical apparitions. And yet, Ivanka saw this. For what? For what reason does a lady say, in front of this, be ready, do not forget that you will come before the Heavenly Father and tell him about yourself. Be ready. Be ready for what? The people in Rwanda had a nice life, per se. They got along, per se. But hatred grew. Class warfare became the order of the day. People were very incitable. The low information, which is a term now being used for a lot of people who are voting, the, mo the low information person, we see a lot of this even in our mission, and people contact us and don't know things. They don't know what's going on. They're not keeping up with the messages. These people are, even if they're intelligent, even if they got graduated from college, they're low information. They don't really know what's going on around them. Our lady wants us to be informed. None of the world's ways. But be ready for what comes. So we see this with Ivanka. I'm there in the apparition with her. And a few others in the room. And this takes place. For what is the question I ask you again? For what? So that we do not forget that you will come before the Heavenly Father and tell Him about yourself. You will sit down with the Father. If you want to put it in verbal terms, but you probably won't be sitting down, you'll be standing before Him in judgment. Tell me about your life. What did you do? What did you do when I sent my mother down to the earth as your last great bastion of mercy coupled with the cross, the divine mercy of Jesus? And you didn't act on it. You didn't invest in it. You were too busy. You were enjoying yourself. Are you going to tell Jesus that? Well, Heavenly Father and Jesus, I was really so much into enjoying myself, I didn't realize... What was going on? No, you didn't. I sent everything. I sent every warning I could. I told you to be ready. My mother came there and said that many times. Be ready. Now instantly, you were killed down there on earth and you're in front of me. What did you do on Sunday mornings? Oh, I went biking. You know, I, kept, I kept the body healthy. Oh, you did? What about your soul? Did you feed it? That's your Sunday morning ritual. We see this where we live right here in Shelby County. Our road is used by bikers because the road's beautiful and you see the mountains and all the bicyclists come down here and do this on Sunday mornings. That's our worship. Tone up that body. Get it right. Be competitive. Beat the next guy. Get ready for the next race. Now what Paul St. Paul did when he finished the race, I've run the race and I'm finished. I did it well. Will you be able to say that to the Father? Will you stand before the Father and say, Well, I did this everything for you. I gave my all. I gave to I, I didn't have anything else to give. I went through my life selflessly, given of self until there was no more of self to give. Drained, emptied. This is what God seeks. He asked us for this in a special, particular way. 
And so we have, do not forget that you will come before the Heavenly Father and tell him about yourself, be, period, one sentence, be ready, exclamation point. But just as the Hebrews looked at the text, its phrasing, where it was, its order of things, had importance, the next beginning sentence could be tied to be ready. Although Our Lady says something else in the next sentence, you can still couple with it, because that's what Our Lady says. Pray to comprehend the messages. You pray, you understand Our Lady does this. Everything has a purpose. Everything says something. Be ready. And then she says, and again, I am warning you. I'm warning you to do what? To be ready. To be ready for what? To be able to stand in front of the Heavenly Father and tell Him all about your life and all about yourself. Oh, people can say, oh, you're taking that out of context because the sentence behind be ready says, again, I'm warning you, pray for those whom my son called, whose hands he blessed and whom he gave as a gift to you. Of course, it's a pause to that. But if you understood the messages, you understand that they speak in many different ways. You will take this be ready as a warning. You'll understand that. You'll understand the context of that. So it's important that we grasp all these things. It's important that we understand that our life doesn't belong to us. But as our lady says, to be spent to, on, to help others toward eternal life. In other words, you don't own yourself. You don't own yourself because when you die, you're to leave your story of your life. That story you're going to tell to the Heavenly Father. And what it's about is simply just living a life of simple goodness. No fireworks. It doesn't have to be exalted. Look what St. Teresa did, the little flower. Quiet, humble. She shook the world. Those people who seem plain, but given themselves, and doesn't do great things by the earthly standard, which they don't have to do to be great, does the greatness when they do God's will. Whatever God's will is for you, and you do that, it's the greatest thing you can do in your life. Because there'll be nothing superior to that. There's no greater achievement in your life because God's will is the ultimate plateau one can reach. Often it's just simply living your state in life. Your state in life to perfection. And just as the scriptures relate this to us, especially the book of John, it tells us these things. We were sitting round the supper table And the buzz of the frigid air Was the only sound to mama laid down A book she found upstairs It was covered in dust in the back of the closet Goodwill box we almost tossed it out We could have lost all those memories There was a picture of mama in the pouring rain Ticket stubs to a Braves game Silver star and a baggage claim From Hanoi, Vietnam There was a picture of him crawling on Grandpa 
Leather skin from a baseball We laughed and cried, told stories all night long From the book of John Is almost gone as we turn another page. We're climbing on him like a jungle gym, watching his hair turn gray. All the Polaroids are just reminders. We can't hold life in a three ring binder, but we flipped on through them anyway. There's a picture with a sister taking mid July. Steps of the church pulling at his tie Hair still wet from getting baptized A brand new blue suit on An old set of keys to a Chevrolet A crumpled up receipt for a wedding ring We watched ourselves grow up there in his arms In the book of John It's almost like he's not really gone And I know one day I'll be passing on The Book of John So what is this message that Our Lady gives us today? I tell you, it's a long message. In fact, it took two hours just to translate it. Our Lady's verbiage, as we get toward the fulfillment of her apparitions, have some profound thoughts in them. Some things to digest, as the ancient Hebrews did. To look at this from every way, every angle. What is Our Lady saying to us? Well, if this message today is going to apply to the end of the world, to everything, everything and every act in the world, every action in the world, then how many wonders will this reveal? How many miracles will come from this message, this one message just today, to the world's no more? Don't think for a minute these are dead messages. Don't think for a minute Our Lady won't be watching those 100, 200, 300 years from now reading this message and put it in the heart what they need at that moment and the next day they read it, another message. So what does it say to you tonight? What does Our Lady want to reach you in? How do you need to be more like Jesus? The message will show you that. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's April 2nd, 2013 message given to Mariana on the day for non-believers. 
Dear children, I am calling you to be one with my Son in spirit. I am calling you through prayer and the Holy Mass when my Son unites himself with you in a special way to try to be like him. That, like him, you may always be ready to carry out God's will and not seek the fulfillment of your own. Because, my children, it is according to God's will that you are and that you exist. And without God's will, you are nothing. As a mother, I am asking you to speak about the glory of God with your life, because in that way, you will also glorify yourself in accordance to His will. Show humility and love for your neighbor to everyone. Through such humility and love, my Son saved you and opened the way for you to the Heavenly Father. I implore you to keep opening the way to the Heavenly Father for all those who have not come to know Him and have not opened their hearts to His love. By your life, open the way to all those who still wander in search of the truth. My children, be my apostles who have not lived in vain. Do not forget that you will come before the Heavenly Father and tell Him about yourself. Be ready. Again, I am warning you. Pray for those whom my son called, whose hands he blessed, and whom he gave as a gift to you. Pray, pray, pray for your shepherds. Thank you. Allow me to ask a question here. This <clears throat> message has a lot of questions that can be asked. But Our Lady, in today's message, said... I'm calling you through prayer and the Holy Mass when my son unites himself with you in a special way. I know that you've said many times that these messages are for every faith, for every people of the world, all religions, people who are not even Catholic. And there's certainly a number of people out there who don't necessarily believe or see the value of the Holy Mass or, or when Jesus unites himself to us in a special way. And so how, how do we... How does this how does this part of the message apply to them, especially for those people who don't have that same belief that Catholics may have? It doesn't. It doesn't even apply to some Catholics who don't have a holy mass. Because the messages have that kind of mystical power to them. There's something unique in these words. It's where our lady says, I'm gonna give you messages as never before in the history of the world since the very beginning. Meaning there's something, if you want to use the word, and I'm not ascribing it to that, is magical. I'm saying mystical. But they have a wonder about them at things that you don't know yet. Things that I don't know yet. I've discovered many things about the messages that I'm at all over. I didn't know they would do that. No more than the visionaries took a while to discover that on a feast day, a lady's gown didn't, she wasn't redressed. She didn't go into her chambers in heaven and say, okay, today why don't I put this on and this color, this color dress and mantle. They realized that it wasn't the dress. It was her body. That on feast days, she radiates out colors. They see the golden color through her, emulating from her herself, changing what she wears. 
So the discovery of the messages say one thing. They give the appearance of another. But there's gold underneath. Those things may not be ready for you to see. I'm calling you through prayer and the Holy Mass when my son unites himself to you in a special way. There's people that won't see that. There's Catholics that won't see that because they're not ready for it. The messages can be read by a first grader attending her school of Medjugorje for the first times and never see certain things in it because they're not ready for it. And they can read it as a second grader and they'll get a little bit more. When you graduate to 12th grade, a lady don't believe in college, that's the end of it. She just keeps cocooning you. You know what I think about college, I'm saying that, in jest, but also in truth. So when Our Lady says, I am calling you through prayer in the Holy Mass, when my son unites himself to you in a special way, there's people that simply will be blind to this part of that Holy Mass. I took a group to Medjugorje back in the late 80s, and we had a Buddhist with us. And everybody was saying, because they got into Medjugorje, everybody was saying, you got to go tell them about the Catholic Church. you got to tell them about this, tell them about that. I said, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Why? Because I don't have to tell them anything. I just needed to put them in an environment of prayer. I needed to make sure they were protected, that they can find the truth, which doesn't need any defense from me because God's truth and truth does not need defended by us puny man. It does need protection. And I protected this individual from all those Catholic beers. You've got to be a Catholic beer now. You've got you to be Catholic. I never saw that in the message. In fact, the lady says Catholic very, very few times. Now, you don't hear us pushing that. But we're, we'll die Catholic. We love our Catholic faith. We're obedient to the hierarchy. We're obedient to our bishop. We're obedient to the Holy Father. We love the Holy Father, Pope Francis. But we don't have to push that. Because Our Lady shows us to the measure she says what she says, whether or not we should push it. She doesn't say Catholic. And when she has said it, it's been in negative, thing, uh, negative terminology. She says the Catholic Church has for, for, forgotten fasting in the last quarter century. It's not a positive statement. And I dare tell you that we have brought so many people into the Catholic Church by the witness of our life here. And what I established here is, I would say in the thousands, thousands, if not tens of thousands of people have become Catholic or have become more tolerated to the Catholic faith. They find the first shot is bringing people in left and right toward Our Lady. We don't dare try to say, hey, you got to be Catholic. You don't have to convert to anything. We convert them to the messages, and all he takes it from there. This Buddhist left Medjugorje, believing in the message, called me back six months later and says, you know, I was reading the message today. He believed in the, He left Medjugorje believing in the apparitions completely. And I read something that kind of bothered me a little bit. I said, what did you read? He said, well, it says, attend Holy Mass. I says, yeah. He said, well, as a Buddhist, I can't do that. I says, yeah. He said, what does that mean? I said, what does it mean to you? You believed in the message. He could digest it. He became Catholic. That's the mystery and the wonder of these messages. The same mystery and the wonder that many people don't believe 
and taking bread as Christians and the wine. Many Protestants don't accept this. Some say they do, but many Catholics don't. There was a bitter price paid and sometimes bitter wine. The body of Christ, through what we just went through this Lenten season, was broken in half. He laid down his life. Our Lady said, when you appear before the Heavenly Father, to be ready. It may be as a result of a Wanda-type situation, a scenario, the reason she gave something prophetic in Medjugorje to show you you're headed to something that you better be ready for. Because you're going to be standing one moment there on the ground, the next moment in front of the Heavenly Father explaining your life. Don't think I laid here for 31 years and don't think she gave us a wand of vision like this without foretelling something of the future. Holy martyrs died witnessing. Blood poured out on the ground into the rivers in Rwanda. Jesus' blood poured out till there was no more life left. But that's how this endless love, this laid down of his life, this precious blood, the blood of the body of Christ, has paid the bitter price for us. And we just came through. The wonder season shows this. And we got a beautiful message wanting us to focus on this and where we'll be when it happens to be ready. I take this breath Your broken body And this
You're listening to Countdown to the 40th Anniversary with a friend of Medjugorje. Broadcasting on your favorite station, Radio Wave, 24 hours. Looking at a message like this when there's so much in it, and you know you are, as you said, looking at mystery, and you get this sense that you're going to be in future times, those disciples walking on the road to Emmaus, and you're going to be pondering the events that have happened and not understanding them, and are going to have an experience with the message of, of having Our Lady or someone that will turn the pages backwards throughout the messages and say, don't you remember when I said this and don't you remember when I said that? And I, I wonder, um, it's like looking at a mirror right now. And all you are seeing is what's reflecting back to you and what you is your reality. But beyond that mirror is an, is the real reality. It's the window into the future that will give us the greater understanding what the message says today. So how do you approach the message, especially like a message today when there is, is almost over, overwhelming to really understand what Our Lady is wanting to, yes, to get from this message? To not get overwhelmed, but to embrace it for what it is for our reality today, knowing that there is a greater reality in this message in the future. I don't think you can get overwhelmed by it because very few people really enter into the message. They read it. I've watched people when it comes out. I see it in Medjugorje. I see it even sometimes here. They read the message. See what he says. Okay, go about their business. Especially in the public with, public with busyness of his jobs and feed the kids or whatever you may be doing. That's why people say they look to read what's written out of here to see what they need to be understand about the messages. They don't have the luxury sometimes to do that. So he says, pray to comprehend the greatness of the message. That was a message given here in Alabama through Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje, through Maria to the world. What does that mean? What does it mean when she says August 25th, 1997? Now you do not realize, but soon will come a time you will lament for these messages. If you read this today, how am I going to lament? I can read it. Because for those who walked with Jesus, those who talked with Jesus, those who walked with Our Lady in her time, those who talked to her, in prayer, and prayed to comprehend and saw the glimmers of these things. When the two walking toward Emmaus had Jesus walking with them, and suddenly he was illuminated. When they asked him to stay, that you have so many wonders in what you're explaining, we understand everything. That when our lady is through, these messages will take on a physical, mystical meaning that we don't have right now. They're going to be infused with power and light and something we can't see at this moment. And you're going to be sick. You're going to want to lament 
that you didn't do everything you could in the time of grace to pierce these things. That you're going to have questions or you're going to want to do something that you wished you'd done 15 years ago. And now you're illuminated to it, to the messages of what you didn't see before. So when a lady says, soon a time will come, you will lament. It's not just for words on paper. It's the character of what they're going to bring to life. Just as those two in the room saw Jesus transfigured and they realized they were talking to Jesus. And all these words that I is talking to you, you may not see it now. You're on the Mayus walk. And when she leaves, suddenly you're illuminated. Don't think these guys didn't enjoy what they experienced with Jesus. But also, what they could have done, what they could have. Did they lament? I think it's difficult for us to realize things that our lady has to say to us. Who, who am I? Who are you? One of my favorite parts of this message is, it says, it is according to God's will that you are. I'm nothing. And here it is, it's according to God's will that you are. What does R mean? In the Webster's Dictionary, 1828, it said, it's a different word from be, am, and was. It is from being, to exist, in other words. We are. You are. How is that? Because the lady goes on and says that you are and that you exist, and without God's will, you are nothing. But we become something, because God is everything, and God is I am. Then who am I? I am who is are. And that's a result, as I said today. It is according to God's will that you are. I exist because the great I am says that I am are. Because of him, therefore, I'm yours. When we understand this, we realize to follow I am is to be are. That the Lord of all the earth Would care to know my name Would care to feel my hurt Who am I That the bright and morning star Would choose to light the way For my ever-wandering heart Not because of who I am but because of what you've done Not because of what I've done But because of who you are I am a flower quickly fading Here today and gone tomorrow A wave tossed in the ocean Catch me when I'm falling And you told me who I am I am yours 
that the voice that calmed the sea would call out through the rain and calm the storm in me. Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I'm yours, I'm yours. And you told me who I am. I had an experience at Maria's house in her chapel once during an apparition with Maria. After the apparition, she took me downstairs. We went down to where there's a bedroom downstairs when you first enter the house. And she said to tell, and then she used my personal name, my first name, our lady had said this in apparition. 
And I stopped Maria even before she finished the message. I said, wait, what did you say? And she repeated that Our Lady said, tell, and use my name. I couldn't believe it. I, I was shocked by this. I was stunned that Our Lady would use my name, even in a message. And I was in, almost in disbelief for several days. I remember meditating on this. It happened a second time in another experience with Our Lady. That was a positive experience. The second time was a negative experience. But one thing is this song says, Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? The responsibility, the level, is just not being mentioned by the lips of Our Lady. But it brings a fear over you. Responsibility. Something that is very difficult to express. I can't tell you how I felt. The intensity of what that meant. And how I was both in wonder and awe and in fear. Because to whom much is given, much is expected. At the same time, it's why we can stand up to what we do. Or we don't pay any attention to opinions. I don't make decisions whether people like it or not. Because I've been with Maria before a lady many times. She coursed out my direction. She coursed out this community. She asked for it. She guided it. She leads it. She even corrected us on, on another occasion. I was overjoyed by this. I didn't put my head down like, oh no. It showed me that our lady loves enough what she's got here, that she's got a plan. She wants to keep it where it needs to be. For those who like it and love it, so be it. For those who hate it and dislike it, so be it. doesn't change anything with me. But these things were building blocks and fiber and strength to do God's will. When it is not popular, or you're not going to be found in favor with others, we're not running a popularity contest. We're running the contest to do the will of God. Now, there's two times in today's message where Our Lady said, be ready. Of course, there's the, the sentence that you've been speaking about, where it's just, be ready, exclamation point. Earlier in the message, Our Lady said, be ready. And she said, may you always be ready to carry out God's will. Now, we know by what you said earlier in the broadcast, obviously there's a connection between carrying out God's will and being ready to go before the Heavenly Father. One thing I'll say about this sentence, do not forget that you will come before the Heavenly Father and tell Him about yourself. This reminds me of something that I know that I've been told many times, and I'm sure a lot of people have been told this, especially by my mom. Uh, wait till your dad gets home and you have to tell him what you did. It was when I was in trouble. And so, I know that you probably, I don't think I've ever spoken about this before on the air, but I know that this obviously has its meaning for when you die, you have to go before God and give Him an account of your life. But it almost sounds as if this means that it's going to be something that's going to take place even on the earth. Some kind of uh, judgment of some type. When she's saying, be ready to carry out God's will, and then she says, be ready about coming before the Heavenly Father. Is, the, is there something of this nature in our future? Well, we had the Garamandal apparitions, which were, has every trace of even being what Medjugorje is, but of course it was stopped and condemned. Now they've reopened up the 
the bishop is even allowing mass there on the site. But Conchita, one of the visionaries there, and we don't we don't get into the apparitions. Medjugorje is the fulfillment of all Marian apparitions. That's where we focus. But one thing that came up that is important is is an illumination. If a mother really wants to save her children, those who can't be reached to love of God can be done, reached by the fear of hell. Francisco, one of the three visionaries of Fatima, when Lucia and Jacinta asked about going to heaven, said, yes, they both will go to heaven. And they asked about Francisco. Our lady says, he'll have to play a lot of rosaries. Six years old. And he died young. He'll have to play a lot of rosaries. Well, he saw the vision of hell, and he was scared to death of it. He begged her to take it away. That's an awful sight. The church teaches you can go to heaven two ways. The love of God or the fear of hell. Both will work. The best is love of God. That's why he calls us this way. But if you're a mother and you wanted to show people the repercussions of sins and how much you have rippled out from one person to the next, to the next, to the next, how you have corrupted, how you participate in abortions and murder and through your divorce, now giving marriage over to pagan abominables, doing the most perverse things in redefinition of marriage, how divorce has led to this, you're going to see those consequences. We've contributed to this. We built this. Do Catholics doing contraception and Catholics divorcing, all this has led to abortion. It didn't get there without the other. We felt as Christians, and they do what they do because they're naturally inclined toward evil. Evil can't prevail. Evil diminishes, and we keep ourselves in check. We have got statutes. We don't divorce. We don't do perverse things. This is not a mystery. This is written in the history of civilizations repeatedly while they fall. And so when Our Lady says, unite himself with you in a special way to try to be like him, Christ, that like him, you may always be ready to carry out God's will and not seek the fulfillment of your own. For three years, his ministry was at a heightened peak to do perfectly God's will. At the Garden of Gethsemane, let this cup pass from me. Not my will, but your will be done. He was ready. And Our Lady says, to be ready to carry out God's will like him, to be like my son, both in spirit, united to him, to try to be like him, that like him you may be ready to carry out God's will and not seek the fulfillment of your own. Profound words. Carry that back to the one division. It's impossible for us to be where we are and not follow and do what we need to do and go the way we're going as a society. You know, concerning our lady's messages, we don't have to participate. But one day, we'll see that, why didn't we participate? Why didn't we do what we're supposed to do? One day, our lady will be gone, just as suddenly as she came. Think about the apostles. Jesus was with them. The next day he was gone. They suffered for this, for this loss. Even though they saw him resurrected, ascended into heaven, and the Holy Spirit descend, yet their heart, you have to realize and have to judge this to know, love and longed in contemplating those days with Jesus when he was there. Could they say one more time? One more dance on the seashore of Galilee that they could be with Jesus? All by themselves? 
Jesus told them, when you have the Holy Spirit, you'll have everything. But I can tell you, our ladies told us in the messages, when you ask for the Holy Spirit, the blessing of the Holy Spirit, you'll have everything. But I tell you what, I still like the apparitions. <laughs> I think they still would like to eat some fish with Jesus physically there in the resurrected body, or just in his human body when he was there as God, before he was glorified. Just the memory looking back, just what they shared beneath the stars. For those nights with Jesus, all around the world, being in Medjugorje on the mountain, that dance with Our Lady, never thinking about saying goodbye to her, and the pain, the missing that, even though what we suffer with Our Lady, we wish that we did have just one more dance. Looking back All the memory of The dance we shared Neath the stars above For a moment All the world was right How could I have known That you'd ever say goodbye And now Glad I didn't know The way it all would end The way it all would go Our lives are better left to chance I could have missed the pain That I'd have had to miss The day Holding you, I held everything for a moment. Wasn't I king? But if I'd only known how the king would fall, hey, who's to say? You know, I might have changed it all. It all would end the way it all would go. Our lives are better left to chance. I could have missed the pain, but I'd have had to miss the dance. It's my life, it's better left to chance. I could have missed the pain, but I'd have had to miss the pain.
can't leave this show without talking about God's will. That Our Lady says something in here profound. And it's God's will that we convert non-believers. God's will that non-believers are to be converted by those who live God's will. As Our Lady said today, I implore you to keep opening the way to the Heavenly Father for all those who have not come to know Him and have not opened their hearts to His love. By your life, open the way to all those who still wander in search of truth, as she said today. I met God's will on a Halloween night He was dressed as a bag of leaves It hid the braces on his legs at first His smile was as bright as the August sun When he looked at me As he struggled down the driveway It almost made me hurt Will don't walk too good Will don't talk too good He won't do the things That the other kids do in our neighborhood I've been searching, wondering, thinking, lost and lurking all my life. I've been wounded, jaded, loved and hated. I've wrestled wrong and right. He was a boy without a father and his mother's miracle. I've been reading, writing, praying. When she had to work late And we'd all laugh Like I hadn't laughed Since I don't know when Hey Jude was his favorite song At dinner he'd ask to pray And then he'd pray for everybody in the world But him
neighbor He'd ridden me and God love you I've been searching, praying, wounded, jaded I guess I would be still Yeah, that was until I met God's will on a Halloween night He was dressed as a bag of leaves This was a non-believer that will converted. A perfect example of this message. That through our life, through our love, we're to open the heart of non-believers to the love of God. That when they get a note that says, me and God love you, just as little Will was able to do, you can convert them. You don't own your time, nor yourself, if you want to be called our lady's apostle and consecrate yourself as such. You're her possession. The last 25th show was Go Through the Pain. The song earlier said you could have missed the pain, but you'd miss the dance. You don't want to suffer? You'll miss the dance. Go through the pain. Be that witness. Love. Be selfless. And give till there's nothing left in you. To the moment you die. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>